Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello, welcome back to the School for Small Business podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Millard, and today I am here with Zach Beggerberg. Zach, I'm obsessed with you, first of all. We met in Fast Foundations Mastermind. You were new to business, and your enthusiasm that you brought to the table was so infectious to begin with. But then beyond that, getting to work with you as a client of yours over the past few months and just like the spin that you bring to business and the energy has just been amazing. I think everybody needs a Zach in their life. I'm sure people have seen on my social media, like I've shouted you out so many times of like, go ask for the Stacy special and your like weekly motivations are just phenomenal. But beyond me being obsessed with you, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and like how you stumbled across like your zone of genius in your business? Oh my gosh, Stacy, it's such an honor to be here and thank you for such a wonderful introduction. It's been such a pleasure to get to know you over the last eight to 10 months since we jumped into Fast Foundations together. And it's just been so fun to share my area of, of passion and genius with you. In terms of how I got there, I'm an athlete born and raised, played two to three sports my whole life growing up through high school. And when I went off to college, decided that, you know, the athletics thing wasn't going to last forever. So it was time to transition to doing real life stuff. And through college, wasn't really consistent with, with what I now consider to be very consistent in my life. And then when I left college, it really hit me as I started to settle into work that, wait a second, why do I feel so off? What's missing? And yeah, as being born and raised as an athlete, but going through four years in university of not taking care of myself and just kind of doing what felt fun, that needed to be recentered. And I was coming off at the end of 2015, coming off a stint in retail management where I put together six weeks of 90 plus hour work weeks over a holiday season and then was put back into just a 40 hour a week position. And it really clicked for me that what if I took some of those extra 50 hours a week I have now and started putting it towards myself. And so at the beginning of 2016, my mantra was really that my body was my hobby. And that's where the physical side of things really started. And I wanted to pursue creating progression in my body and I had never really been a big muscular guy. I'd always been a really lean athlete. And so as I started to gain progress in putting muscle on in 2016 and 2017, it became very gravitational for me. And that's where I put all my eggs in the basket. And I did nothing but train, eat to train, sleep to train. And it was all about being in the weight room. That led me to 2019 when I felt I was finally ready to step into doing a bodybuilding competition. I was the strongest I'd ever been. I was the most physically fit I'd ever been. And I said, now's the time. As I stepped into this bodybuilding prep, 
one night I found myself checking into a mental crisis center here in Fort Collins. And I was doing that because I was struggling with having apathetic thoughts towards taking my own life. And it really started to sink in for me at that moment. If I'm the most physically fit and strong that I've ever been, but I'm here, this physical side of things can't possibly be the end-all be-all of my health, my well-being. There's got to be more here. And that's when I really started to make the shift to what about the other things that impact our well-being? Right. And that's where over the last three or four years as a coach and trainer, I've really honed in on what I consider to be the four pillars of wellness, which is physical activity. Yes, but also nutrition, rest and then mindset. And I think that over the last three or four years since that trip to the mental crisis center, keeping those four pillars as my checkpoints with myself when life or work or relationships start to feel really stressful Those four pillars have been such a grounding point for me and really are what has allowed me to do everything I've done since then. Be a successful trainer in big box gyms, build a coaching business over the last year. Those four pillars are the foundation of everything. So that's kind of how I got to where I'm at now and and why I'm so passionate about it for sure. Oh my God, I love this story. Your comment that like your body is your hobby, that really resonated with me. And I realized that like that was early in your journey that led you to, I guess, a dark place. But I'm like, if I thought that way about my body, like maybe it would mean, you know, less like, okay, what am I going to do tonight? It's like, oh, this is like, that's what you instantly are gravitationally pulled to. Like, I'm going to take care of myself. Like, how is that? And you've taught me the four pillars. So I mean, like, when I think of like taking care of my body, I go to your four pillars, right? Like, what do I need today? But I just I love that saying. And now I feel like you really need to share with the audience, like dive in a little bit more to the four pillars, because the concept and the balance is like something I'm just I don't want to use the word obsessed this entire episode, but it it honestly is like something that since working together, I'm like, this is everything, the balance of it all. Because so many times we get like, we're just like focused in one area. And I know like sometimes we have a major goal. It could be fitness, like is maybe the major goal. But if we forget everything else, like the results just aren't what they will never be what you're looking for because you've forgotten everything else behind. So can you explain why you chose all four and like how they work together? Yes. I think one of the biggest reasons I'm passionate about coaching people in all four is that throughout some of those points in my journey that I just explained, I was coached unidimensionally and I was told this was the path to success And I was really set up for failure by receiving that coaching. And so by ensuring that we look at all four of those pillars, that's one of the best, if not the most powerful way, if you ask me, to set yourself up for longevity in wellness. So many people in my industry want to pick one of those pillars and make some sort of extreme or very specific coaching point around it and say, this is the magic to make it all happen. Because it's very gravitational and it's very calling to people. But It's easy. Tell me one thing. Just tell me one thing. (laughs) But man, one of my foundational beliefs is that if it's easy, it's probably not bringing you much. Right? Mm -hmm. And yes, Mm -hmm. it's so much more challenging 
and so much more of a process to become a master of your four pillars versus just one area of one of them. But man, talk about that's why you gain not only the physical health from nailing those four pillars, but that's why you gain the efficacy from working on those four pillars because it is hard and there are lots of moving pieces, but by working through all of them and taking ownership of them, you just get to experience versions and thoughts from yourself that you don't otherwise. And I think that, you know, we can start to break down the four pillars a little bit in terms of like physical activity. I love like very specific word choice on my part, very intentional that it's not exercise. It's not working out. There's more to physical activity than exercise and workouts, mm-hmm. right? There are things like daily walks. There are things like mobility and flexibility work. There's multiple facets of movement that support you in being your best self. And so I find it important to help people understand that in the physical activity realm and build an individualized plan that supports them and all the other things they're doing in life. In terms of nutrition, I'm a big fan of helping people be able to coach themselves. And this doesn't come from me sitting here and prescribing a meal plan and telling someone numbers and saying, go do this and track that. That comes from helping someone understand how to listen to the feedback their body is naturally designed to give them and pair that feedback with what that means their body is signaling them they need more of. Because that's where someone has the ability to, even after we're finished working together, if their goals change or something in life changes, they're still able to make the adjustments because they can trust those feedback loops and the accuracy of them. In terms of rest, oh man, one of the notorious ones here, so many people, when I talk about rest, they're like, you mean sleep, right? Again, a very intentional word choice because there's so much more to rest than just the sleep we take overnight. And I Mm -hmm. think that even before we just jumped on this episode, you shared a brilliant example of what rest can look like to keep a busy workday going, right? Mm -hmm. But it's so much more than just that sleep and helping people understand how to set themselves up day in and day out to feel rested is super important. And again, looks different for everyone without a doubt. Mindset, it's probably my favorite pillar to be quite honest, just because it's so intricately woven into working on the other three. Everyone has individual mindset challenges, but I feel like one of my favorite things to help people with is the mastering of their own mind. I don't know a more freeing or a more empowering feeling than to feel in control of one's mindset. Yeah. I mean, like, there's so much, like, we always hear these, like, personal development people talk about, you know, like, mastering your day, and, like, we kind of inject that, but we don't see it as, like, a part of the whole. Like, I just, I I love how you've brought them together. They balance each other out, one without the other. Like, if you're physically active, but you're not taking in the right nutrients, like, our bodies aren't, are going to suffer for it, or if you don't have the rest you're exhausted and you're pushing yourself like it's just not going to work the same and then at the end of it all it's like you could actually even have all of those first three but if you're not taking care of your mental state none of those will be as effective and like you really do have to have all four to really be at that like peak performance peak happiness state that you want to be at which i think all of us as entrepreneurs 
strive valiantly for, right? Like that's a huge part of why we created whatever the business is we created because we saw it setting us up for those things you just said, you know? Mm, I just love it. Hey, it's Stacy here and I have some exciting news that's going to make such a huge impact on your business journey. I created a guidebook called The Profit Playbook and it's game-changing just for entrepreneurs like you and me. I'm incredibly passionate about doing only things that move the needle and I poured only the most impactful and highly implementable tools, tips and strategies into this guide for you. You better believe I took the 15 years of experience that I have working with thousands of business owners, as well as my own seven-figure success story, and I'm making it all available to you. We're going to dive in and explore why profit is truly the key that unlocks business success. You'll understand the levers that can drive more profit to the bottom line while still keeping your heart-led vision intact. And then I provide you 30 incredible ways to boost profit in your business. Imagine the possibilities. The best part is the it's completely free. Seriously, it's on me. I genuinely want to see you succeed. And this playbook is my way of lending a helping hand. Head over to the link in the show notes to grab your free copy of the profit playbook. And let's start that journey toward greater profitability together. I believe we can have income and an impact and live a life we love in our business. And I'm here to support you every step of the way. So if you're working with a client, do they typically come to you like with either nutrition or exercise goals? And it's, you're like, let me crack your com- world open. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the more common areas for sure, just because the industry, I mean, those are the two areas that the industry so targets in the negative ways with their quick fixes and their one size fits all approaches. But it's, yes, it's my favorite to help people understand, as you were alluding to a second ago, that if you're telling me you want to create physical changes in your body and you're coming to me for a workout program, then you're only seeing such a small sliver of the pie. Like, trust me, I as a coach could say, cool, take your money. Here's your workout program. You're going to nail it. But all that does is set that person up for exactly what I experienced from coaches, right? And putting all my eggs in this basket, putting all my effort and energy into this workout program, and then getting months down the road and feeling the total opposite of wellness. And so I see it as my responsibility when people come to me, if I'm the expert, which I am, and I have this knowledge, I can't ethically say, yeah, here's your workout program, go have fun. We have to talk about how the other pillars are going to support you overall and not just achieving that goal in the next few months, but then either maintaining or building off of that as you continue to go through life. Because the truth of the matter is wellness is not a reachable destination, right? Like It will forever be a thing you have to work on and maintain and continue to stay active in in your life. And that's really another way that I think that my industry doesn't help people is they support short-term goals like that instead of getting people to buy into this as a lifestyle. It's so interesting because I actually just heard one of my mentors say this morning his goal this year is to be in like the peak physical state of his entire life. And now I'm like, is that a good goal? Like, is that really because... What's it going to take to get there? I mean, if you're in your 40s, <laughs> like, yeah. let's be honest, your body just it doesn't do things the same as your 20s. So your effort to be at the, you know, a better state than in your 20s is going to take a lot of effort. And like, 
So you get there, but like, then you're like, okay, I give up now. I'm on to something else. Like, probably it, not. It takes the so fact, much energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fact that it was your goal in the first place meant you want it, but it's not a state of arrival. So I, for a long time, have looked at like physical and mental health as just kind of like, I want to be in a good place. I'm not very good at defining what that looks like, but like when I feel good in my body, I know it. And like, that's my standard. Like, that's my goal. Maybe it feels like a lack of ambition to people, but. But that's where wellness gets to be for everyone, right? Like, wellness is not the same for everyone. Like, I love that you just shared that example from your mentor of a goal. And I would say that it really resonates with me because this year I'm actually trying to do more weight training and trail time in terms of big mountains than I've ever done in the past, which will require probably a new physical state that I've not reached before. But that peak physical state will be reached through my pursuit of the things that I love, not I'm reaching this physical state and that's the end all be all goal and however else that needs to happen happens. It's like, no, that will naturally be an outcome from me pursuing the four pillars in a way that lights me up. Yeah. You know, the other thing that I really love about the four pillars, like I always love to reference, like when you have an idea that somebody else has like brought to the world or like not the exact same, but it's almost like they stand beside you. You're almost like, I have more credibility because it's like other people think the same way. So James Clear Atomic Habits, he talks about how you need to just become the person who does this. Like, it's no longer like, my goal is to do this. It's like, I become the person who just does this. And I witness that in my husband. Like, he is the type of person who gets up every day at 4.30 in the morning and that's all, he does that. He's gone to the gym. Saturdays, he's a little bit later, but he's up before the rest of the family. He's to the gym. He is freaking happy. This is not like, I need to lose weight to look good for summer hot dad kind of thing. This is like, he's been like this for years. And when he misses a day at the gym, he notices it in his mental health. So he's just like that type of person. And that's what you're creating through your four pillars is like, it's not some pursuit of like, who cares about anything else? Let's, let's tackle this. It's like, I am the type of person who like makes time for my physical health, makes time for eating healthy, like, or eating clean, like all these, you're really just like the type of person who does this. And Stacey, that is, I love that you said that because if you ask me, that's where wellness becomes so powerful because you and I both know as entrepreneurs that you have to have confidence in yourself and how you run your business and how you step into what you offer to the world. And so many people I see try to do that without having that confidence that comes from taking care of self first versus those entrepreneurs that I see work on their four pillars earn that I am this type of person mindset from the evidence that they've built, they show up in their business in a totally different way than the people who say, I can do that without starting with me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So amazing. Okay. I'm so excited for people to like dive more into your four pillars and everything that you put out. Do you have one last piece of advice that you wish like you could just shout from the rooftops for everybody? We kind of tapped on it a little bit here, but It's a process, not an end goal, right? Wellness will be forever, so don't make it a short-term gain. That doesn't mean that it's not important to build out benchmarks, but one of my favorite people is Simon Sinek, 
and he talks about the difference between finite games in business and infinite games. Mm. Those that play infinite games win. Play an infinite game when it comes to your wellness. I love it. Okay, now I'm totally putting you on the spot and I did not tell you I was going to do this. So like, it's okay if you say no. But you're like, well, you gave me five minute pep talks and they were everything. Can you give us like a 30 to 60 second like preview of what it's like to get a pep talk from Zach? Totally. Do you feel like you're in the mindset of doing that? Okay. I would you just know, I it. It's who I am. This is what I do, right? Now, there won't be the awesome background music and that kind of thing. But yeah. for anyone who's listening to this episode right now, wherever you're at in life, whatever you're working through, you are so wildly capable of creating the change that you envision for yourself. And not only are you capable of it, but it is so important for you to step into it because the world needs that better more well version of you. Like we talked about today, that more well version of yourself will bring your passions, what you're capable of to this world in a light that you couldn't otherwise. That's how we will continue to impact our communities. The people we're around positively is starting with you and believing that you're capable of it. And that by doing so, You're going to have more impact outside of yourself than you realize in this moment. So whether it's knocking out a tough workout this week, following through on a scheduled time to go on a walk in your busy workday, finding some time to take care of yourself and build rest into your day, you are worthy of it and it will play out in massive ways the more and more you continue to follow through on those commitments to yourself. Oh, I just love you. (laughs) Stacey, well, thank version, you so much for that opportunity. I also have to say, like, you get to know your clients so well. So, like, when you were talking directly at me, it just, like, that was, first of all, that was amazing for everybody and, like, incredible to be put on the spot, talk to so many people at once. And also, I'm just, like, you are so good at what you do because, like, for me, I was in, like, a season of, like, I'm doing all these things and you, and you just instantly picked up on that, like, you know, like you're doing this for your kids. Like this is how you impact them. Like you can do tough things. You've done it before. And like the energy that you bring when you talk is just incredible. So thank you. Can I just say one thing to add to that? Yeah. That comes from almost a decade of the four pillars. I don't believe that that is like, yes, there are some aspects of Zach that no one will ever be Zach, but I so believe that everyone is capable of tapping into those types of energies and finding those parts of themselves from the four pillars. Everyone can do it. Oh, thank you so much, Zach. Incredible, incredible. We'll put in the show notes where everybody can find you. You have got to go follow Zach and soak up everything that he puts out into the world. Thanks again for your time. Stacy. it was a pleasure. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, 
Maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know you want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.